When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. there the reason you heard me yell sunranto is because we started the show and then michael completely disappeared for two minutes and we had no idea what happened and we were already going and there's nothing we could do but welcome to the sunranto show brought to you by bleacher bunch productions on the fans first network and our 108 patreon supporters find out how you can become a patreon supporter at patreon.com slash sunranto and participate in our uh patreon patron of the month prize package which includes an in the clutch t-shirt and also a matt camera permanent painting um also this show is brought to you by blake beard's tickets and the other super duper ranters rogue wave creative and the cubs ps plus 
podcast. Hashtag chance in the chat, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. But happy new year, everybody. What y'all drinking? IFG, what kind of high alcohol content beer are you throwing at me during dry January today? I'm drinking chocolate milk. <laughs> I mean, so there's what? Uh, how much uh, ABV in that chocolate milk you got going right now? Zero. Hi, <laughs> uh, uh, your your beloved IFG made slightly too merry over the course of the last couple weeks, and. Uh, her tummy is not agreeing with her very much today. So we are not drinking anything today except chocolate milk. But I love what? chocolate milk. It brings comfort to me. And I need comfort because my baseball team is not giving me any. <laughs> Nothing like chocolate milk to settle a stomach, let me tell you. <laughs> I do love some chocolate milk. Uh, I am drinking a phase three pixel density IPA. Okay, it's from Louisiana or some shit. I don't know. I saw nerdy it today. as hell. What sounds nerdy? Um, how is it? How is your pixelated beer? Oh, it's pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. It's got a little uh, like if anybody's had a dank IPA, you I know, the ones it. that are supposed to be sort of like uh, marijuana infused or something like that. Kind of tastes like that. It's got a little earthy flavor to it. I like it. So it's real hoppy. Mm -hmm. um, we I have Mr. Mr. Fourth Rose in the chat having a chilled 20-ounce Pepsi. I love that he, he he went straight 20 ounce. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Barron says Pepsi, yum. Yeah, you know, Chicago's kind of a Pepsi town. They used to be the only soft drink you could get at Wrigley Field, but all these people complained, and now everybody's happy they have Coke. I mean... You know, does it does everything have to be freaking Coca-Cola? Like, where's where's a damn Dr. Pepper at the ballpark when you need one, too? No doubt. I, I you know, some of y'all know I used to work in a traveling renaissance festival and the Ren Fair circuit was a Pepsi venue. Right. So, yes, it, it is objectively not the best diet soda, but diet Pepsi runs through my veins. And man, I want more access to diet Pepsi. in my Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I had a couple of Cokes when I was in for uh, Cubs caroling because mm -hmm. the Airbnb we had like had a few sodas in there that we could have. And so I had a, a Coke and I haven't had one in a long time. It didn't taste good. Like it just did not taste good. I'm I think I'm out on Cokes. But have you tried new Coke from 1987? <laughs> or I actually did like, I think I liked new Coke, but I think that's because new Coke, I think tasted like Pepsi. Like it was just like a lot more mm. sugar. I like a good Mexico, you know, like oh. you're stopping at the taco truck, you grab a Mexico with it. That's good. I'm stuff. good with a Coke out of a fountain. Like you go, yeah. like if you are at a ball game or something, I don't know how Wrigley's are, but uh, sometimes you go, and you'll get one out of a fountain, and those are good. But yeah, you need like the McDonald's. You need the McDonald's recipe, Coca Cola, which yeah. I swear is just slightly different than anybody else's. Well, mm -hmm. not only are we right about soft drinks on a regular basis, and the beverages that we choose. Uh, you know, I've got my yerba mate in a Cubs mug here, and um, but we're right about basically we've been right for at least a year because we had <laughs> you, a show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep going. 
more than a year, Danny. Yeah, but I'm this saying is at the least most a year. Right show that there's been. Correct. So, uh, but at least it, it's been a year we've been right because I accidentally opened the wrong script for today, and because we did a show exactly a year ago on January fourth, uh, and so I opened that script up. And first of all, we made fun of Sahad of Sharma writing about uh, that the Cubs coined the phrase, we're raising the floor. So we called bullshit on that, and we were right. 83 games is a floor that is unsuccessful and not that much fun to watch. It is not. Second thing we were right about, we talked about Eric Hosmer. And IFG, you had a little thing in here about Stroman and Hosmer bonding over Kanyeism because... um, Oh, okay. So for, for, for further uh, clarification, guys, this is in our like show notes that we write back and forth to each other. It's like a little shared document we've got. So from he's last sharing year. my, my last year's show notes. Yeah. So, and because Hosmer's wife works for Fox news. And so you had brought that up. So that all went terribly. Stroman, you know, it didn't go well. He opts out. Hosmer was terrible. He's out. And then we talked about Higgins, PJ Higgins, who's back with the team. Alfonso Rivas. He's, he's not back with the team. He's not. I thought he did. I thought they got him back. He, he went to the reds back in November. Yeah. Oh, I thought he came to the Cubs. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm he came to the Cubs for like a week and then he no. elected free agency, meaning he got cut or maybe he just elected free agency and then went to the Reds. Yeah. Uh, Randall and, uh, Allen brings he's up. Spring, he's got a spring training invite to, to Cincinnati. Oh, and not to us. All right. Well, we'll forget yeah. about that. Well, Higgins was gone. We were sad about that. Um, Alfonso Rivas was DFA'd, as was Frank Schwindel. By the way, Alfonso Rivas worth 0.3 war last year between the Padres and Pittsburgh, which is more than I could say for either Trey Mancini or freaking Eric Hosmer. Yeah. So, yeah, they were in the negatives, I believe. So, yeah, and then and then Schwindel went to Japan to play with the Oryx Buffaloes, but he was out of the league by the end of May uh, with a back injury. Hmm. And then you brought up a good point about the Billy, uh, or, or uh, well, I guess Billy DeVore uh, came on this show to talk about Tucker Barnhart at the time, which mm-hmm. he was super excited about. So he was wrong. And um, <laughs> just so you know, don't listen to his terrible show. He's wrong about everything. Um, but uh, you talked about PJ Higgins. Uh, why not platoon him with Matt Mervis to see what, why sign Hosmer? Why put a bat in Mash Mervis's way you brought up? And you said, I quote, we know how much the Cubs love to give old, useless people playing time. Was I wrong? I feel <laughs> like you said that just a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's, yeah, you, you're very on brand with that. I yeah. am consistent, if nothing else. Uh, one of us, uh, Bernie Barron agrees, says they should have kept Rivas and saved their money. Yeah, there's $7 million to, to uh Mancini then uh we talked about Jason Hayward and because we did we were still looking for a lefty bat and we we mentioned might as well keep Jason Hayward maybe he'll be better without the shift and well, he, he was, was better but then again he didn't play a I mean he wasn't their everyday starter right they put him in in good situations which I mean they could have done that yeah, with the Cubs. They put them too. on the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, well, which which 
if you're on the Dodgers, that's the best situation to be in. These days, I would say even more so than last year when we talked about this. And I like what Terry E says in the chat. He says 83 games is the linoleum in a Brazilian hardwood baseball floor world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I couldn't have bet it, put it better than myself. And I think I could literally say that. Well, and um, the bad part is 83 games. That wasn't a floor. That's the ceiling. That's as high as we were getting, you know, like, unfortunately, I wish it were, I, I wish we could have said, oh, that was the floor. That's what everybody expected. Like everybody was like the worst case scenario was 83 games, but no, what we got was kind of the best case scenario last year. And that ended up being 83 games. Yeah. Um, and we also talked about how the Cubs didn't have a first baseman and that they had in 2022 produced a 223, 288, 339 slash line for a 627 OPS. And we won in 69 OPS plus. Nice. Yeah, that's 22, 22 nice. And then uh, last season, it went not that much better um, if you include the fact, well, the. Cody Bellinger's in those numbers and he's also not signed right now. So um, somebody said, yeah, Randall Allen says just signed belly already. I, I think every cup fan in the world agrees with that, but instead we're going to play a game called name that new guy. Woo! Oh, so this, how many I, of these, hold on. How many five. of these new guys are going to be coaches? None of them. We, I was oh, going to okay. do the coaches, and then I had too many people. I'm like, this is going to take forever. Let's just do the players, and maybe next week we'll do the coaches if people like this segment. This, if not, this is the, the only is team it. in the world whose biggest news is that they just keep adding to their coaching staff. <laughs> I wish they'd give them someone to coach. Yeah, well, well, they did. And well, minor league, we got a few minor league signings, and that's basically what we're talking about here. So we're going to go around the horn a little bit. IFG, why don't you take the first one, if if you will, because I believe you're from Tampa, Florida, right? Or you spent quite I, a bit of time there. I, I am more or less from Tampa, Florida. Yes. So uh, let's... this is how this game works real quick. Uh, is We know who these guys are, but you don't know who they are. So they are signings that the Cubs have managed this offseason so far. So your job is to guess who it is um, by what we say here. Okay, so here's here's the first one. I'm going to put it up, IFG, if you want to give it give it a, a good old read. All right. This Tampanian went to the University of Notre Dame <laughs> where he played college ball for the Fighting Irish. The Cubs are its eighth organization, though he's only seen MLB time with three teams. He's uh, the second Google search result when searching his name, and the number one is a chain of auto collision centers. He hasn't played in the MLB since 2020, but currently with the Gigantes del Cibao of the Dominican Winter League. He will enter his Jesus year in 2024 and has yet to hit a home run in his 33 plate appearances, where he has so far slashed 167, 219, 200. Okay. And, and he guesses I'm, out there. Well, my guess, since you said this, since what Danny wrote was 
this tampon went to the University of Notre well, Dame. And that's I why immediately we call thought Jeff Samarja. Well, it, it's well, I saw I've said I Googled what do you call somebody from Tampa? And it said you could call somebody a Tampanian, which you said, or a tamp or a tampon. And I that, thought that was that hilarious. Was so soundly, I wrote it. Yeah, the, the t- that was soundly beat out of us in middle school. Okay, we got a couple uh <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. We got we got <laughs> wow. We got a couple of guesses out here. Uh first guess is girl in uh middle school Tampa. <laughs> first guess out here is Quasimodo from Mr. Football. <laughs> that is wrong. Um uh <laughs> Jesus Mauricio says Alfaro. That is also incorrect. Um Gerber, um, no. It is not Gerber. I don't even, Gerber is not on the list. Just, I forgot about Gerber. I don't even know who Gerber is. Is he a baby? There's on a, yeah, we'll have to look that up, add him to it. Um, so yeah, nobody can get it because you've never heard of him. Um, I will reveal the winner just so in the, in the name of, uh, moving along, but it is, uh, Joe Hudson. So there he is, Joe Hudson. Um, now a, a Chicago Cubs signee. We don't know what that now, means. Now a minor leaguer because we have he, not. He does to be fair look like the big league. I said to be fair, he does look like somebody who used to go for dollar beers and dollar shots at Ybor City. So, <laughs> I mean, they all do kind of look somewhat like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's baseball player type face. You know. Um, okay, so the next one, uh, Cotton, why, why don't you take this one? Um, I'll put it up. Do you have the script in front of you? Yeah, I got it. Okay, so I'll put the text here. All right. Nicknamed Lil G, this Rhode Islander tested positive for PEDs in 2018 and was suspended for 80 games. He got married this past year after spending the last two years playing in Korea. The Cubs are his sixth MLB organization, and his arm type was sorely lacking in Chicago last year. In 2019, he pitched an immaculate inning against the Rays, and last year he got into one game for Milwaukee and gave up two runs in 2.2 innings in relief. He has a 5.46 lifetime ERA and 118.2 innings pitched in the Bakers or Leagues. Who is Lil G? Who is little G? Um, we have uh, Col- somebody guessed Colton Brewer. That is incorrect. Yeah, you, you, you like my morning zoo voice? Yeah, very good. You're hired <laughs> <laughs> for the Sun Ranto show. Um, <laughs> Dominic Galoro <laughs> says, getting major league movie vibes with this year, Steve. I mean, they're oh, all in their God. 30s. They all kind of, a lot of them played in Korea or Japan, you know, so there's something there. They had some success there. Uh, Little, little so, Yumper says it's Little G. He's guessing his yeah. nickname. Correct. Well, I mean, I can't believe that nobody went with Gerber. We just found out that there may or may not be somebody named Gerber. His nickname <laughs> is Little G. The only thing we know about Gerber is that it's a baby. Little G, Gerber baby. It absolutely must be Johnny Johnny <laughs> Wang says it's Daniel Descalso. Unfortunately, you're correct. No, uh, just kidding. It's uh, Thomas Panettone. No, I mean, sorry, uh, Thomas Panone. Panone. 
I don't know how to say his name. I'm not going to learn until he makes the team. I think well, that's it, fair. it's spelled P-A-N-N-O-N-E, so I'm going to say Pan Nun. Pan Nun. Well, hopefully he pans out. And uh, you had something to add about uh, Pan On, Pan Off, didn't you? Yeah, I, I think he was a starter. Uh, just, you know, a little bit more information about what he was doing last year. He was a starter uh, for the Kia Tigers over the last couple of years. Um, so he played like 14 year, uh, 14 games uh, last season and 16 the year before, something like that. Um, this year, the Kia Tigers um, missed the KBO postseason by one game. So he's practically a Cub already. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> the exact same thing. When I hear you say Kia Tigers, I imagine a little league team named the Tigers who are sponsored by the local Kia dealership. Well, this is a KBO team called the Tigers that is literally owned by the Kia Corporation and has all of their money behind them. Well, I own a Kia, so I'm already a big fan. There you go. I would buy another Kia in a heartbeat. Uh, Jeff I Burton own asked, a Nokia. Oh, <laughs> in what? <laughs> 1998? Yeah. I've got a 27-year-old phone. <laughs> um, Jeff Berta asked, he took steroids? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. And he was suspended for 80 games, but uh, that was back in 2018. I'm sure he's clean now. No no doubt in my mind. I mean, we don't know if it was steroids, to be fair. I mean, well, no, we do. I, I read what it was. Sort. Yeah. No, I read what it was. It was uh, it was steroids. Um, all right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, this guy's not that bad. I mean, I, I'll put up his numbers real quick. This uh, guy's not that bad. He's so good, we signed him to a minor league deal. Yeah, well, I mean, but he could help us out. I don't know. He's got some experience. He spent a little time getting right in in, uh, Korea, and um, I don't know. It's a minor league deal with a spring training invite. So you're always going to have a few of these who are guys who are kind of on the edge and have to prove it a little bit. So he could very easily end up on the major league roster by opening day if he performs well in the spring. In other words, what Bernie Barrett says, bottom of the dumpster. <laughs> Precisely. All right. Um, the next guy, um, I will. Oh, man, I don't I don't have it to put up for some reason, but I will read it. Nicknamed the bear. Actually, let's let's skip this one and I'll find it to put up. And then I because I want IFG to do this one. I'll do the next guy, um, which uh this 31-year-old hasn't played a game in the major leagues since the year the Cubs won the World Series. The Cubs are his fifth MLB organization, but he's only seen playing time with two teams. But he is the cousin of Ronald Acuna Jr. and Vicente Campos, plus two other cousins who play in the MLB with the same last name. His father, Jose, played with the Indians in 1991 and his arm type was also lacking last year for the Cubs. In other words, he's a lefty. Um, so they signed him from Japan, where he played for Yokohama and the Nippon Ham Fighters over the last seven years, where he had a 317 ERA and 392 innings pitched. Who is he? Do we get some guesses out here? Um. Extra hint uh, for a short time. He was a teammate of Shohei Otani's. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Wang says future Chicago dog. 
<laughs> likely. I will probably spend a little time with Zabrato. Here's some point. another hint. He shares the first name with another very famous cub who played for lots of baseball teams. Very true. Oh, we got a winner! Yeah, oh. Alex Edwin Escobar. Uh, we're 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 going to not look at the question mark. I don't think that's fair. You can't like Escobar. It was a typo. It was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody's gotten any of these. Which which actually <laughs> that that bodes pretty poorly for our season. I think. Um, but I'm putting up his numbers here, Edwin Escobar. I mean, he really did. Have he's an older guy. He had a lot of success in MPB in Japan and 317 ERA, nearly 400 innings. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. And um, I don't and know. And for the record, the the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars, who's he's played with for seven years. He was only with the the Nippenham Fighters for half a season. Um, where did I go with that? Oh, they're in the Central League, which is the only remaining professional league on earth where the pitchers have to hit. Johnny uh, Wick says we missed one detail. So uh, let us know what that is. Or he's related to Pablo. He, he might as well be. He's all of his, co- he's got 17 cousins that play in MLB. And uh, so. Yeah, I, thought that was funny. I don't think he ever had an at bat. I have to look that up. Related to Pablo Escobar. Here's another bad thing about these guys uh, is that in baseball reference, almost to a man, they are all wearing a hat for a team they never played for. <laughs> <laughs> Which you that's always a bad side for a guy. Um I I think <laughs> there was another fact uh that we forgot. And if I'm, and maybe I'm mistaken, maybe this is the wrong guy, but wasn't he really good friends with Shohei Otani? Wasn't he going to help us get Shohei on the Cubs? I mean, I may have exaggerated slightly. <laughs> he played on the team with him for 14 games. Come on, let me let me have that. <laughs> so they're best friends, is what you're saying. Bestie. <laughs> so that's uh, what he has on his Twitter bio. Here's Best the next- friends with Shohei Otani. <laughs> exactly. He's got one picture with him. It's Shohei's just- like actually in the background. <laughs> it's a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> so the ne- here's the next one. IFG, I want you to do this guy. All right. Nickname the Bear. In 2013, he was named the 88th best prospect by Baseball America. He played for five other MLB teams and in 2015 was traded for JT Real Muto, where he homered in his debut with his new team. He was clocked with the second highest sprint speed against those at his position and played in the World Baseball Classic in 2017 for his native Columbia. That year, he topped the leaderboards in framing. In his eight years in MLB, his lifetime slash line is 252, 302, 393, though last year between Colorado and Boston, it was 146, 212, 292. Thanks. Any guesses out there? Ah, here we go. Right away. Jeff Berner, that Jorge guy. <laughs> I mean, do we, can we just say Jorge guy or do we need like the full name well, here? No, no, he, he added to it. Jorge A something. <laughs> <laughs> About Jorge Alfaro. There's that sexy man. Right. Patrick Levy got the whole name there. Um, Jorge loves his mother. He hit a pinch hit walk off dinger in Mother's Day pink. Isn't that a pretty picture? Oh, it's so nice. And I think he's nicknamed the bear because everybody wants to see his bear chest. 
It, it, well, I mean, he's a sexy man. Like, I, you know, if he ends up with the team, it means everything went wrong with Gomes and uh, with Amaya. So, it, you know, if, if he comes to the team, yeah, Jesus Mauricio says he looks like Aquaman. Very much so. Um, yes, we did cite Aquaman. So you're going to need that third guy throughout the year. The Something the Cubs kind of were missing for a while. P.J. Higgins was that guy for a while. Uh, apparently now he's a red. And, um, you know, I just I I think it was a good signing to have him around. Veteran dude, you know how we love backup catchers. I'm a fan. I like him more than the first guy, Joe Hudson, um, which, by the way, I have another picture of Joe Hudson here. Here is in front of his car dealership, Joe Hudson's <laughs> collision center. Oh and he apparently likes to dress up like a uh, hold on old timey Civil War Mountie. I didn't know the Mounties fought in the old time Civil War. He's clearly Santa Claus in his summer job as a Canadian Mountie. <laughs> at joe hudson's collision center very <laughs> strange um so uh okay here's the last one He's getting the sleigh worked on so the the good job everybody you guys are, are doing great out there so here's the last one uh do you want to do this one michael sure all right i got it all right this texan ounced the cubs as his sixth organization and was once traded for former cubs great esteban quiroz he spent most of his MLB career on the East Coast playing for rival teams, but spent most of the last year in Japan pitching 12.1 innings. I don't know if that's most of a year, but sure. 12.1 <laughs> innings for Hanshin with a 2.38 ERA and a K rate over 11.7 per nine innings, which is amazing because he barely broke nine innings. Now he's bringing his 94-mile-per-hour cutter and swing-and-miss slider to Chicago, well, Des Moines, with his 498 career ERA in nearly 100 Major League Baseball innings pitched under his belt. And we already Who have a correct answer. Is this guy? We got a correct answer from Tom Cooper was the first one in there. It is Colton Brewer. Um, we, so now two Brewers are Cubs. You got Craig Council and you got Colton here. Johnny Wang got it too, Colton Brewer. And uh, Roberto Ramos, otherwise known as Captain Cubbo, incorrect with the answer, Tom Selleck. I'm sorry, that was incorrect. But I could see why you think so. I, what? So Colton, I said he played for rivals. You said he played for rivals. Here he is as a Yankee, all clean shaven. And... Um, there he is as a Red Sox with the beard. What do you prefer? Beard. Bearded, right? Beard. Yeah. And that's and, it. He and, just looks like any, like, that's my biggest problem with the Yankees and their little, like, fascist hair situation. <laughs> like, they all look the same and there's no names on the back of the jersey. We're literally, how the hell are we supposed to know who any of these people are? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only reason anybody knows who judges is because he's like, 84 feet tall and he's exactly. 400 pounds so well judge judge kind of looks like you know if if uh christian yelich had giganticism yeah no yeah. uh interesting fact colton brewer uh before he went to japan to play he was uh he was trying to get the job as bernie brewer that's <laughs> why he actually grew that beard <laughs> but like, the, no, uh, just the mustache. The Scandinavians sir. in Milwaukee didn't like that it was so uh, d 
dark red. Little, yeah, yeah, a little too, little too dark, a little too red for their taste. They're like, oh, I think that guy's a Scotchman. Um, so it, here's his numbers, and not a lot. I mean, hundred innings in the major leagues, uh, just about ninety nine point one. 498 ERA. So it's under five these days. Like that's like a $7 million arm somehow Um, in the minors. He had about a four ERA in the foreign leagues. He was barely there 219. Um, And he looks like Mac from sunny in Philadelphia in the Red Sox hat. So yeah, he kind of does. He he could totally be Mac. So great job, everybody. Uh, You guys, as we moved along, people started guessing these dudes as they opened baseball reference and started looking up who the Cubs had signed. Well, Well, that's who we signed. They started guessing them because when we started, (laughs) there was like, I don't know, maybe six names it could have been. And by the time we got done, there was only like two choices. Like it was (laughs) not that hard by the end of this little game here. So, um, just one more bit of good news before we take a slight commercial break. And that is our man, Christopher Morell was named gentleman of the year in the Dominican winter league. And, um, I have G you kind of explained that this is a, to me, that this is a player chosen award and you can see him there with his hardware. Yeah, that's, a, I think that's a, a photo of him with, um, one of the the Dominican series championship trophies from a couple of years ago. Um, but this, you know, they, I think I want that jersey. man. I love the Aguilos jerseys. I need to get my hands on one. That um, yellow is nice, but yeah, no, you can see here on the, on the announcement here. And my Spanish is notably terrible. I had really great grades in high school, but I'm not like great, but Basically, he was named Caballero del Año, um, and it was chosen by his peers. So this is a player-voted award uh, for his uh, spirit and companionship uh, and his uh, talent on and off the field. Yeah, I can, so I can pretty much. Is... Notably, Christopher is a very, very good boy. Yeah. And you also brought up because uh, in the clutch has their Morel destroyer shirt. And you're like, he's not a destroyer. He's a builder of loving relationships. And he's going to come up and hug the catcher and then hit a walk off home run and shake the first baseman's hand on his way around the bases. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. <laughs> but he does destroy baseballs. And Jesus yeah. Mauricio says certified good guy. Absolutely. Certified good guy. Hey, he, at in the clutch. Make me he's a Morel Gentleman of the Year shirt. He's absolutely got superstar written all over him. People like him. He's electric when the camera gets to him. Like it just, man, I don't know why that. I don't know what's going on. Why they're not getting this guy? But he's so uh, fun. I have, look at that face. How do you not love that face? IFG, you put out the video where they were talking to all the players, and all the players were saying, "Yeah, Christopher Morel." And when I first like listen to that like i made the mistake because my spanish is okay not great but caballero i thought meant like cowboy yeah i was really confused as to why they were saying christopher morell is the cowboy of the year it's both it is (laughs) it is cowboy it is like like he's the it is cowboy but it's also it's cowboy it's also knight yeah, knight and and vaquero so, so, is also cowboy too. Okay, so hey, and, and, and you know what? I know Yumper. 
we got Yumper, we got R- Roberto Ramos in the in the chat here. Help me out. Where was I at when I was saying when I was like, this is a weird thing that they're saying that he's a cowboy. But no, it's, it's you, I mean you it's, guys are saying it's, it's, it's both multiple yeah. different things. What does it mean to actual native speakers and not the three white depends, people? Depends. It depends people. on what country you're in. But yeah, I would like to know in the chat too from a native speaker. But uh we so uh by the buy the destroyer shirt in the clutch and we will work on getting other morel shirts made like caballero del año which would be freaking awesome let's we'll suggest that to them i we might even have it next week but and maybe the, we'll make a few of them one will be him in like a tuxedo because he's a gentleman one will be in a 10 gallon hat like a cowboy. <laughs> cowboy one will be in a suit of armor you won't even be able to tell it's him so um <laughs> We, we're going to do, before we go to commercial break, we have a new little segment we want to do called Who's, oh, there it is, Caballero, a Spanish or Mexican gentleman or in the southwestern U.S., a horseman. Very cool. So uh, we're going to do a little bit before we go to commercial break. This is called, <laughs> this is called Patrick, Who's, who's That Cub? It roughly translates to DH in National League. <laughs> Or third baseman, I've I'm told. <laughs> I would say third baseman, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh who's who's that cub? And so we're gonna need your answers in the chat for this by the time we get back from commercial break. So uh you wanna share uh who this cub might be? Yeah, I got it. Hold on, we've got a special thing, and and I have to give credit to IFG. She came up with this idea. It's a good idea. Uh, if any of you ever watched Pokemon, before they went to the commercial, they would show the outline of the Pokemon, and you had to figure out who it was. So here we go. Who's that who, Cubby? Who, who is, is that Cubby? Take a look. Take a gander. There it is. We're going to let you know who it is when we come back. And we will talk about uh, Ranter Fest, which is going to be a huge festival that we're going to throw this next year. And we're going to take a couple spins of the bitch clock. So uh, stay tuned and we will be right back after this short commercial break. Uh, We shall return. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. 
Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. If you're like most... If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your t-shirts from In The Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Tansby say a morel too. Clark Fly in his double U. Cody Bellinger smoking dudes. Vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico. You'll look sharp wearing your stroke. Temper set off with the code. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Inthecluch.com is your store for the most fun baseball shirts on the planet. Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO to knock a couple bucks off your purchase. Stack or die, we need more cups. Get it all at In The Clutch. Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch, buy t-shirts from In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. We are back. Okay, uh, did we... uh, did, did we have any uh, correct answers? Yes, we did. We had a few answers for who is that cub? Who was that cub, Michael Cotton? It was, as many people knew right away, because we did the easy one first, Craig Council. Yeah. <laughs> IFG uh, showing off her new council jersey. Happy birthday again, IFG. Uh, happy Thank Merry you. Christmas. This was... Uh, the kind of the, the the Christmas present from the Sun Ranto show uh, slash birthday present because I thought it would be great when you came uh, to Rancher Fests this uh, this uh, June and at the end of May that when we go up to Miller Park to watch the Cubs play the Brewers that you'd be wearing a Craig Council jersey and trolling the hell out of Milwaukee. Look, like if it's champ. the only thing we have to dig into their faces next season, I'm going to get the most I can out of it. A lot of correct answers in the chat. Big Chris Cubs says Craig Council. Bernie Barron had Council. Patrick Levy had Council. Mr. Fourthrow. DJ said the manager. Uh, John Pickus says my favorite skinny nerd Council. Uh, yeah, everybody got Council. So uh, good job. He's got a pretty significantly strange <laughs> ba- batting stance, though. And like we, yeah, we've Dave talked said. about it before. David Loss's replacement. Yep. Mm. And so, hashtag, hashtag chance in the chat for we figured and- for the first time out we would do a nice easy one. And uh I couldn't think of an easier silhouette to guess than Craig Council batting. It, it's funny the uh, the David Loss's replacement. So like Okay, so on Wednesdays, I go to my local pub for trivia night, and I've got like a big thing going. If you follow me on Twitter, maybe you've seen it, um, but I every time I go to trivia night, I set our team name as some kind of baseball pun. We've been like the uh, Craig Count sellouts, <laughs> and we've been uh, the Los Angeles Tax Dodgers, 
And last night we were Auld Lang Syne someone. Oh, God. Absolutely. And I just want to point this out because some of the guys, uh, we have kind of a friendly rivalry going on with another team there who are known as the Sluts, which is short for the South Lake Union Trolley. If you're in Seattle, you know. Uh, and one of the sluts on the team, I've been calling not David Ross since the day that we met him. And there he is right there. There's our buddy, not David Ross. He kind of looks like Ryan Dempster. He, <laughs> he is if Ryan Dempster and David Ross had a baby. <laughs> Yikes. And that baby was older than both of them. <laughs> right now <laughs> Patrick Levy writes in that uh, He would like a shirt with a picture Of a drunk shirtless Crawley At Wrigleyville North on it And uh, I think that could maybe Be worked out at some point There he is um, And uh, you know In the Clutch does make great shirts 10% off with code SUNRANTO And they actually made this Bleacher Bum Band shirt That I love wearing all the time It's going to fit our new 90s aesthetic That we're coming up with for the 2024 Yee. Season and uh, another shirt that we've been working on. I'm really excited about. And uh, first of all, hashtag chance in the chat to go with your brand new Frank chance shirt. Take a chance. Uh, these are prototypes. We're working out the kinks, but I think this is really cool. Um, I, I like that one a lot. And I, it, I will say the, one of the things I really like about it is his Jersey. I want one of those jerseys. I love the, Oh, those are gorgeous. They are so hard to find. I think Danny, you may have gotten one at like a uh it was like a giveaway. Yeah. At some point, but it wasn't didn't have the collar on it. It was more of a regular jersey, but it had that Chicago right down the front. It's yeah, you have to have that Chris Sale cuttable collar. <laughs> <laughs> the cuttable that now that would be very funny if uh they had a shirt that was a Chris Sale cuttable collar and it was just like a shredded t-shirt. Uh Jeff Jeff says he wants one now. Me too. I want one too. I will order it as soon as it comes out. And we're we're close on it, just uh, making a few minor adjustments and we'll be good. Um, they sponsor in the clutch sponsors this show. They sponsor all the prizes, the Patreon prize of the month that you could be eligible for at patreon.com slash sunranto. Also be eligible to hang out with us in the Discord after the show. And um they so we're going to give away, they give away shirts to Patreon prizes. They give us 10% off with their code Sunranto. And we have a new sponsor for the prizes on the Sunranto show now. And it is our great friend. I don't know why we didn't do this before, but Matt Kammerer has come on and said that at, at with permanent paintings, which is his Etsy store, um, that once a month he's adding to our Patreon prize of the month and we're giving away a Ron Santo print from his store. So very cool. This is part of his map series. So this Amazing. is the prize of the month. All the more reason to join Patreon today and uh, be a part of it. Cause it's just the way we like to give back, but let me, it's uh, in an Etsy store. It's called permanent paintings. I will drop the link in the chat right now. That is Matt Cameron's store. He's got amazing Cubs art and, I, I love this. I mean, look, this show is called the Sun Ranto show. I, we're all huge Ron Santo fans. It's uh, kind of that double picture. One of him clicking his heels and the other one, him sort of batting from his uh, 
you know, baseball card. Man, that's such a good looking picture. Gorgeous. I need to add that to my Matt Camera collection. Well, maybe uh, you can win the Patreon <laughs> prize of the month. <laughs> I've got, I've got Kyle Schwarber up here in the map series. I've got my Kerry Wood over here. My uh, Pedro. I, I sent Kerry Kerry Bronner Meyer the uh, that um, Kyle Schwarber Chicago Fire map series for Secret Rancher. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, and. Um, I, I've got a few up here too, including one of my own face. So this was a gift to me by my wife and uh, of my own face over the map of Chicago. It's actually a gangland map. Chicago's gangland. Very cool. Um, he also, this is an original Javi Baez up here. That is, a, is an original. I just sent a print of that to my nephew for Christmas because his, he had a, a different Javi, this one, and it got ruined in a move. So, it, so I got him this one instead now, and I'll just give him this one eventually, probably. Uh, but uh, he got this one because he wanted this one more. And I had a conversation with him over uh, Christmas, and I said, it's really a shame that your favorite player is a guy that hasn't been on the team for three years, and we got to change that. So so and, he, he agreed. He said, uh Tell me who the Cubs signed. Maybe I'll pick one of those guys. Yeah. I'm like, and sorry. Danny hung up the phone and they haven't talked since. Exactly. <laughs> just, just like Jed Hoyer has done to every agent in the league right now. So real quick, before we get to the bitch clock, I want to talk about uh rancher fest. And this is just a save the date sort of thing. Um, on the weekend of May 31st, June 1st, June 2nd, the Reds come into town for a Friday day game, a Saturday night game, and a Sunday day game. On either end of that, they're playing the White Sox starting on the Tuesday on the south. Is it that south side or north side? I forget. Um, either way, it's right after. Oh, you mean where they're playing? Yeah, I'd forget if it's south or north. But then they got the Brewers right before that. So they got a series with the Brewers in the week. Then they play home against the Reds. And it's probably, I would guess the home series, but who knows? Anyway, we're going to throw a huge party. It is Sun Rancho's <clears throat> thousandth episode. It's not really, we're probably way over that because we didn't count really. And then at some point I just like put an arbitrary number in there. That was about right. And um, I believe we're at about 6,000. 969 yeah nice. we should that's what i'm guessing. nice we should <laughs> i can't wait to we should have lied and said that it's our 69,000 or 69,699 no, no, i don't know i don't know no. <laughs> sorry numbers 69,696th episode and 96 cents danny that was so weird you tried to make a 69 joke but you got all turned around i know i did I, I put a 90 side. I got turned upside down on myself. So uh, anyway, giant festival. IFG's coming in. Michael Cotton's coming in. I, Crawley's going to be a big part of it. Already talked to him about it. We're going to do a live episode uh, probably on the first in the afternoon. Um, J Johnny Anamatopia might be coming in. Also, Billy DeVore, because they're playing the Reds, he's coming in. Eric Wheelow's coming in. Joe Kilgallen said... He wants to be a part of it. So I think we're going to do a comedy night. 
Um, probably maybe on the Friday night or maybe we'll do it after the game on the Saturday. I'm not sure how it's going to work. All the details will come, but it's going to be a huge thing. So stay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Corey Furlong says, uh, looking at places to stay now. It's going to be so much fun. Bleacher Bum Band's going to play. Michael, you had some ideas about maybe trying to get a 16 inch softball game going in the park or something. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we want to build on some of the listeners and people watching uh, took part in the old John Baker day. We'd love to do that at some point too, but uh, that was really just, you know, we'd get together and we'd go to the bar and we'd hang out and it was, it was fun, but we're trying to do something actually more inclusive for families and stuff on Saturday. So like a 16 inch softball game. Um, I would actually, if anybody can help me out, you know, go ahead and, and hit me up uh, at michael.cotton at protonmail.com because I'm looking for a batting cage and a one of those, uh, like a pitching cage that measures how fast you can throw pitches. I think it'd be fun to have those things available and we could sort of keep track of who does the best with some of them. Um, yeah, we're going to try I, some skill competitions and stuff. We yeah. haven't worked out the details and stuff, but we're going to try to do stuff outside. We're going to have places but to that, have some drinks. The whole daytime thing is going to be family friendly. So, you know, if you do have families, you know, don't think that like, uh, you know, I can't really go because we're just going to be, listening to you know awesome well we'll work out the details i'm not so. sure how family totally friend there might be an event or two but like the problem well, with I'm, Wrigley I'm field the is there's nowhere to go hanging out there's nowhere to go yeah. yeah there's nowhere to go except a bar the parks charge you money if you have too many people you need a per i mean there's all sorts of issues when you deal with the city of chicago but we're going to work out all the details mostly what i want everybody to do is save the date we're going to probably get some group tickets because uh, I don't really see any other way to do it unless we all just get bleacher tickets and not sit together. But I think it'd be fun to get group tickets for this one, even if we sit in nosebleeds in the cheapest seats. Like, we'll just take it all over and have a good time. Um, we'll probably get T-shirts made. I'll Once we figure out what everything's going to cost, because we got to, you know, we got to make it worth uh, Eric's while, Billy's while to perform for us and stuff like that. They're coming in from far away. Would love to fly them in. So we're, we're trying to cover some costs here with this stuff. So it's going to cost something, but not too much. We're not, it's not going to be a hundred dollars or something like that, but um, you know, we're probably going to try to r raise money for it. So it's just going to be a huge event. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that it's that weekend and you should plan on being in Chicago. The last thing that it is, is my 50th birthday. I am 50 years old on May 12th. Cubs are out of town. It's also Mother's Day. Um, I figure let's just roll this into 1,000th episode, 15th birthday. Everybody's going to come around. We'll get a big venue. We'll all hang out, have a good time, watch a Cubs game. So, yes, and, and it oh will be IFG and I will not be 50. That'll be also a thing to celebrate, <laughs> that we are not as old as Danny. <laughs> So, um, bitch clock time, huh? Let's give it, let's give a couple spins of the wheel. Um, we had a lot of, you know, there's a lot of bitching on Twitter. In fact, you know, it's almost like on Twitter, the cup fans, it's almost like a loveless relationship right now, because at first they were really upset and everybody was all like hot and bothered and tweeting out, uh, their angry thoughts all the time about the lack of off season. And now it's really quieted down. And I feel like, 
we've just we we just don't talk anymore <laughs> you know like it's like just a it's it's a bad relationship where they just people are not they're 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 in an abusive relationship with the Chicago Cubs so we have quite a few um bitches in our wheel of grievances allow me to share my screen quickly um here's the wheel of grievances that we have I'll list them off to you we have um, that the Reds outspent the Cubs by a hundred million. Uh, only, get it, only one hundred million. Yeah, one hundred million to zero. Uh, getting counsel and coaches, and that's it. Uh, Chris Salato actually wrote this one in about he wants to know our thoughts on ball hammock underwear uh, randomly, which I didn't really know what ball hammock underwear was, and then I learned. And let me share with you my favorite pair of ball hammock underwear real quick. And uh, what do you think of these? <laughs> these squirrel leaf autumn underpants. Here's what the ball hammock action looks like. Oh, it's actually got a thing to. So for the, in there. for the podcast listeners, we're looking at a picture of underwear that inside has a sack of sorts to put your sack. No, yeah. Danny, you don't put your sack in a sack. You put your sack in a pocket. Well, yeah. Well, it says, uh, <laughs> help stop the family jewels from getting crushed in the grundle. So he wants to know our thoughts on that. I do not have a grundle in my underwear, by the way. I, I don't, don't even know what that is. Isn't I don't know grundle what a grundle is. A, IFG, this is for you. Is it grundle uh, like an old English poem or something like that? Uh, I goodness i had to Beowulf look it up fight? it is it is it is apparently a uh, a vernacular term for the uh perennial area oh no oh, i got you um, no but I, I don't want to i don't want to know because you, grundle i'm looking i i taint want to say it on this show let me tell you that much <laughs> uh, so uh Here's here's some more bitches. Uh, the the new Wrigley roof, which I didn't even know there was one. That was uh, brought up by Bill Elliott. He said the the roof has been replaced, and I walk by it every day. I had no idea. I saw that there were cranes and scaffolding, but I didn't know what they're doing. Um, John John Pickus was Grendel. Sorry, Grendel. Yeah. John Pickus wants to know why the NBA has more stars than the MLB. Uh, the Atlanta Braves and how they can trade and extend. They made the bitch clock. The effing Dodgers. Who did the Braves sign? They just signed. Uh, or they traded for someone uh, big. I'm drawing a blank. Somebody tell me in the chat right now. The effing Dodgers made the bitch clock. And the Cubs lack of velocity in their pitching staff. Um, so... Uh, who wants to take a first spin of the bitch? Uh, clock? Everybody's saying uh, the Braves oh, got sale. sale. Sale, yeah, Chris Sale. Oh yeah, we just brought. I just brought up Chris Sale and his stupid jersey cutting. Um. Anyway, so uh, wheel of names. I'm gonna give it a spin. I guess I'll take the first slot here in the wheel of grievances. <laughs> Ball John. hammock underwear. Ball hammock <laughs> underwear. All right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping this one wasn't going to come up. Damn it. All right. Here, here we go. Uh, bitch clock. You have 30 seconds to bitch. The thing about ball hammock underwear is it's kind of redundant. Like 
you don't need anywhere extra to put your sack. Just wear the proper underwear that fits you. They make all different kinds. You don't need an extra little pouch to put them in. In fact, that sounds really uncomfortable. And in fact, it's probably just some way that freaking really for that men that think they have small willies want to make their really look bigger. Stop your bitching. That, that's probably true, Danny. If you if you put the sack in the pouch, it puts everything up front. It's like the push up makes that all look bigger. It's like a push up bra for men. Yeah, in the in the in the fifteen seconds that I've spent researching this in this issue, that's obviously near and dear to my heart. Um, <laughs> they say it's something like putting yourself in a like a like a male equivalent of a sports bra. So whereas you know, uh, if if people with my anatomy go running, we need some extra protection so that things don't go bouncing around and end up in uncomfortable situations. And apparently this ball hammock underwear uh, allows you to avoid doing things like sitting uncomfortably. Okay, yeah, Dominic says helps with chafing. Okay, but I mean, that's just like, those underwear that Danny showed were Mm -hmm. just boxer brief underwear. That's what yeah. those do anyway, by themselves without an extra pocket. And if they're not working that way, just buy them slightly smaller than you're supposed to get them. If you really want to tuck those things in tight. Yeah. There's ways to uh, round it and uh, you know, but uh, hey, I mean, I'm not going to begrudge anybody their underwear. The fifties and you <laughs> get a fucking jock strap. <laughs> I I don't recommend anybody get yeah, yeah th- those yeah those, those are very uncomfortable. No, they're, they're not great. They're horrible looking. They 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 aren't comfortable. I the only time I've really worn a jockstrap for any extended period of time was when I got my vasectomy, and uh, yeah, I didn't get laid the entire time. I took it. I wore a dance <laughs> belt. I actually took oh, ballet wait, that's class. That's the vasectomy too. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah, I've worn a dance belt, also not comfortable. Um, I took ballet class when I was in musical theater school. I, now, but, Danny, what is a dance belt? Because look, most jock people, strap for ballet people, basically. That, I mean, so what, same thing. You've seen it. You see Barishnikov. You know they got to tuck in the guys. You know, otherwise you get distracted from the dancing. I, look, I haven't seen a lot of ballet, but what ballet I have seen. Nothing's tucked. Everything. I believe that they're the ones that created the uh, the hammock, the underwear hammock, because that shit is out front for everyone to see. It provides the dance belt provides a cleaner line. So you're not seeing, you know, mice running around in anybody's hands. My <laughs> Lord. It's the worst <laughs> ever then because, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's one of the few things that, uh, I see in those situations. Well, can I bring up one more thing about underwear? Because as I was searching around, I was like, I wonder if there's a Cubs hammock underwear. Oh, and there there, I could not find it, but I did find these. What do you think of these? I don't, I could not pull these off, but these are just <laughs> okay. wild. And I'm going to draw drop the link to them in the chat because I want somebody to buy these and take a picture of them wearing them. And for, I will for I will buy them for you. For for the people who are who are listening afterwards and don't have this this vision of beauty in front of their face, these are 
the the baby blue pinstripes um with the word chicago in big shiny friendly letters across the butt which, and which then is right actually down, better than juicy and then and then right the down the left leg you see like how, it's like how to wallet this. chain, like, ha- like like they borrowed Javi Baez's biggest silver chain and then hung a shiny Cubs logo from it. Yeah, it is yeah, that's, wild. That's the thing. I, you know, what? outside of the chain, I'm on board. I'm okay. And then I see that there's this fake, like medallion hanging from the leg, and I, I just lost it. Alex Anderson in the chat says that's not where the jewels go. <laughs> exactly. A little misplaced. Yeah, maybe that guy needs a ball hammock. <laughs> you know, yeah, put that in place. Um, so well, we can move on from underwear. I, I think this was actually uh Chris Salato's plan to derail the show by putting that in the any and, and good job. You did it over the flavor flav Cubs logo swinging on the front of the I don't know. <laughs> IFG, how about I throw you in the bitch clock seat? What do you right, say? All right, All right, here we go. Let's we're gonna it. take a uh, we're gonna take a a another spin. We're gonna go ahead and remove no the wheel of grievance. Oh yeah, we should probably take that. Well, That's oh wait, good. here we go. The the Braves being able to trade and extend. It is baseball related for once. <laughs> the B- Braves being able to trade and extend their stars. Um. Bitch clock, you have 30 seconds to bitch. Hot dog, don't I wish that the Cubs would make a trade and then not be afraid to actually extend people before they reach free agency. What if, for example, uh, we had thrown Cody Bellinger enough money to tell Scott Boris no thanks he doesn't want to hit free agency, then we wouldn't be in this position right now. I'm very frustrated. Please yes. trade. Please sign somebody. Do Stop your bitching. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I totally uh, agree. I thought about this the other day about the trade concept of, and that is that um, we have a million young outfielders that are our mm-hmm. prospects and we all want them to sign Cody Bellinger to play center, at which point outfield is completely locked up. Right. Left field is Hap, no trade clause. Right field is yeah. no trade clause. Center field is not going to be Cody Bellinger. He'll play a little first base, but you got PCA coming, and then you've got everybody else behind him. You know, um, Alcantara is behind him, plays the outfield. Like, where are you going to put him? So, well, I don't here, know, just something to think about. Here's the thing that I was thinking about with Atlanta and the way that they're able to extend their young guys is that they do it before they are super sought after or that they think that they can get more money. Um, Danny, you put out a Cubs pod Christmas Day, I think you were, you were driving. or Oh, yeah, my driving one, yeah. Yeah, the driving one. You come back from Cincinnati, and, and you made a very good point about how these young men are just happy to know where all their money is coming from, right? They have money in the future. It's coming to them. And honestly, that's what Atlanta's doing. They're drafting and developing guys 
that they truly believe in. And then they are giving them the money. And everybody's like, well, how can you get Ronald Acuna for that low of a price? Well, it's because he's still got a number of years left before he would hit free agency. And they are showing him you are going to have this money in the future. They are making sure he is taken care of. The Cubs do not do this. They no. just don't care. They're yeah. just like, no, nah, we're going to wait until the last year or the it last feels, minute. It feels even worse than that to me. It feels to me like the uh, the soon as a, a young cub starts showing some real promise, they actively try to hold them back. We're gonna we're gonna string you out as long as possible. We're gonna make sure that you get as paid as little as possible. You're we're gonna f- screw with your playing time so nobody knows how good you are. Like because because what? Because it's gonna cost them a little bit of money. It's gonna it's gonna hamper them when when they try to sign Mike Trout's baby in twenty thirty nine. <laughs> I like I I have no idea what they're saving all their money for. The the Rickets have more money than God. We are one of the largest markets in all of baseball and. Not only can we not sign free agents, but we also can't pay and extend our promising prospects either. In fact, we like how what was the payroll of the everybody who uh, we got rid of on Blue Friday when they won the World Series? Yeah. Oh, it was really they were getting paid fucking peanuts, right? And then once you know, they started actually making money. They're like, oh no, we're not broke a 108 year old curse, but no, we're not going to pay you now, now that you are uh, at a point in your career where you can start demanding money. Well, and and there are people out there who will tell you that they did make real offers to those guys at that time. Here's the difference. They waited until Mm -hmm. they had what they wanted out of them before they went for it. And what you were saying about holding the guys back, Chris Bryant is the, you know, the biggest mistake they ever made was holding him back for 12 days for no reason and make, you know, ruining that because why doesn't he want to take that deal? Probably because he doesn't want to be around them anymore. I wouldn't want to. But Danny also made this great point that when you don't, when you grow up and you don't have a ton of, you know, money or you get to an adult you do, and you find out that your future is starting to get taken care of, you are going to jump on that. And Absolutely. that's, and, you know, and, and that's what they're doing. A major league baseball player's career in general, the average career is very low. So if you have guys that you really believe in, you should be doing what the uh, what the Braves are doing. And then the on the flip side of that, the Braves have good players with reasonable contracts that if they aren't as good as they want them to be and they want to trade them for something, other people might take that contract and trade you somebody for them because they're like, well, maybe we can make this work with this guy, right? You can do that, but you have to have the foresight to understand what's going to happen. You have to be able to talk to these kids and explain to them how it's going to work. And they, the Cubs just don't do that. It's super frustrating. Here's the thing for me. 
the vast majority of Chris Bryant's Cubs career, we sat on social media worrying and arguing and debating about when he was going to be traded and for who the entire time he was on the team, because there was no point where the Cubs were very clearly going to pay him to be comfortable in his role as face of the team. Yeah. No, they and never put the money I, behind the guy. Exactly. You know? And like, what would Chris Bryant have turned into if instead of the constant battle between his agent in the front office and, and the media and all the questions and all this other stuff, what if he didn't have all that psychological nonsense going on all of those years? Like he might actually still enjoy playing baseball. Play. Yeah. He might actually still enjoy playing baseball. Cause like right now it feels like Chris Bryant does not enjoy playing baseball. He plays it like it's his job. Yeah. Okay. Let's give well, last two thoughts on this to well, our ranters. Well, we need to, we need, we need a bitch clock out of you, my friend. You we'll, have not we'll hit it real quick. Jesus Mar Merrick Mauricio says, uh, I question the Braves donated a percentage to their charity. I do as well. Uh, that is a little odd, but you know, there's some tax thing. Uh, and then Robert Sanchez Jr. says, uh, Braves don't have a single Boris client to the best of my knowledge. That may be, uh, and if that's the case, then I mean, there's something you know there. How you make everybody stop being a Boris client is just stop hiring Boris guys. I mean, sounds yeah. stupid. I'm not, me, I'm not getting into it. Yeah. So um, it sounds um, dumb to me. I, you got to deal with the guy, but I'm, I, I mean, it's kind of funny. Hey, he, somebody's got to stand up for the players and at least he's doing it entertainingly, but yeah, it's, he's a pain in the ass. And, and I really do believe that every Boras client has a number where they tell Scott Boras, if they offer this, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm happy to play for this team. Mm -hmm. Boras yeah. works for the players the players don't work for Boris. Yeah. So here we go, Michael. Here's your wheel of grievances spin. Oh, goodness. What's it going to be? Dun, dun, dun. The effing Dodgers. The effing Dodgers. You're, you're the wrong guy to get this. You love the I'm Dodgers. the wrong guy to get this. <laughs> Send it up. All right. Let's see it. Uh, We got to start again. Uh, Here we go. Bitch Clock, you have 30 seconds to bitch. Everybody wants to say effing Dodgers. Fuck the Dodgers. Oh, we all hate the Dodgers. You're all fucking idiots. Everybody should be loving the Dodgers. The Dodgers are fucking doing it right. I'm not a Dodgers fan. I care less about Dodgers. Kind of assholes. But the Ten way that seconds. they run their team is the way... Everybody should be running their team, especially if you're the fucking Chicago Cubs. It's not F the Dodgers. It's B the Stop Dodgers. Stop your bitching. <laughs> B the Dodgers. That's, that was that's, a fucking excellent ending, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that, not F the Dodgers, B the Dodgers. Pa yeah. Paging obvious shirts. Joe at obvious needs to put up B the Dodgers. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's don't a big seller. Don't F the but. Dodgers, B the Dodgers. Well, anyway, you every we great job, everybody. We all did a wonderful job on Beach Pitch Clock. I'm, gonna, we have I'm, gonna, I'm just calling victory for myself on that one, just for that final line. 
just it. I'm just, <laughs> okay, fine. Here's your crowd. Let me put it on top of your head. <laughs> I wish I could reach it over. We should make. We should get a fake hand so it, could, it looks like I could do that. That'd be fun. Um, it comes in from the wrong side. So we're going to take a really quick break, just a minute long, and we're going to play a commercial for our shopping um, because that's where you can go to sunranto.com slash shopping and also sunranto.com slash stuff and shop at Amazon through our Amazon search bar and win a a monthly prize, one of which we're going to give away tonight to the corresponding number of the item that was purchased. So uh, that's exciting. We will be love more than corresponding numbers. Oh God, we love it. That's some baseball jargon right there. So we'll be right back. Um, uh, Stick tuned. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit, lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, FanZ shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. And thank you to everybody who used our links at sunranto.com slash shopping over the holiday season. And also to those who used our links at sunranto.com slash stuff. One of you is about to win a that was a really fast break now you're you're just getting older and it takes longer um so <laughs> so as you can see we have this number wheel here stops four times in the middle of it <laughs> we have this we have exactly we have this what you need is a hammock uh what we <laughs> we have numbers one through 41 corresponding to 41 amazon items that were purchased and we're going to give a this the uh the wheel a spin here, and somebody's going to win. One through 41. Who's it going to be? It's going to be number number four. Number four is the winner. So let's see who that corresponds to. I've got the uh, Amazon list right here. Number four would be the Oklahoma softball coach outfit softball play. Whatever that means. Whoever Wait, bought the what? I don't know. It's I don't know what it is. Oklahoma softball coach outfit. Sometimes the the, the uh, descriptions are strange and they don't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering like what the outfit is. Well, and what's weird you is win. that what's weird is that Eli goes to Oklahoma, and when you, you started to say that, I thought maybe playing? maybe Emily had won something. But then you're like softball coach's outfit. Well, and I don't think it was her. Okay. Well, um, you win this little cute thermos of this little angry cub guy that I think is very cute. And you win this. So if you did 
uh, buy that Oklahoma softball jersey, let me know, sunranto at gmail.com, at sunranto, at all the social medias, and I'll send it to you. So congratulations. Um, Wanted to give, I know Cubs conventions next week. Uh, We'll talk about that next week, right before it, if you're going. um, You know, I'm sure you already have your tickets if you want to go to it. Seems like it's a little bit of a dud since that the Cubs haven't signed anybody. I don't know how packed it's going to be. I know Crawley talked about our last show about how they're going to be just basically doing the autographs all differently. Yeah, basically what they're doing is they they took away the autograph like vouchers. So like you used to go, you get a voucher and it told you where who you could get an autograph from and where to go at what time to like get it signed. And now they're like, it's first come first serve. Go and get in line because then people aren't going to be like, oh, man, I didn't get a voucher. I'm not going to go. Yeah, well. Well, or they're all going to go because they're all going to go and get in line. And then it's going to be a big pile of tuckus. They're, so, they're just like, not many people, people coming to this thing, so. What's that, Michael? No, I was saying, or they just think that not many people are coming. And if they are coming, may as well let them get everybody's autograph because the lines are going to be short. You're going to get a lot more um, autograph hunters going solely to go stand in line for autographs. Because totally agree. Unlimited. Gotta, to hey, you got to get somebody. For. Yeah. You got to get somebody to go. So I was giving advice just the other day to somebody who is, uh, who's going to spring training for the first time. And Michael, I know you've been to spring training before and, um, I've, I've gone a bunch of times. I used to have season tickets, uh, went every, every year, but I just wanted to kind of give some of my picks and look a little bit for it. Cause it is coming up and I will be there. So, uh, if you are around, I, on um, see the games that I'll be at, I believe are the twenty. Uh, no, the what am I looking at here? Oh yeah, the I will be there the twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Well, through the first, twenty sixth through March first, February twenty sixth through March first. Now that's very early in the season. If you're looking to save money, those are the games to go to. People don't have spring break yet. The college students aren't around. It's you know, you know, Danny. I, if if you don't mind, I might, I might try and get out there around the same time you're out there. Yeah, cool. Do it. Sounds that, like fun. I got shit else to do. Yeah, come on out. Yeah, take a little time off and come on out and hang out. And uh, I'm leaving. I think on the first after the White Sox game. But uh, I just kind of wanted to give this advice: is that not all games are created equal. If you're going to a games like I'm going to midweek early in the season or very late in the season, um, those aren't going to be probably as expensive. Those midweek games, you could probably wait on getting your tickets and get them on like SeatGeek where you can use code SUNRANTO um, on your first time and get $20 off your purchase. Or uh, you can buy from the Cubs. Now, if you're going on the weekends, especially – the weekend of St. Patrick's Day, 16th, 17th. That's who I was helping out with uh, giving them advice. Buy your tickets now. Those games are going to sell out. You will be sitting on the grass if you wait for $150. And, you know, if you got FU money, go right ahead and pay it. I don't care. But definitely use um, sunranto.com slash tickets for your ticket needs when you do that. And then um, if you have FU money, do Join the Patreon. 
use yeah, our thing and then send Please. me money through Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> funnel, funnel money. And then IFG will also be joining us at spring trading <laughs> when we buy her a ticket there. And, um, and here's the other thing, Danny, isn't it club 400 got a tent and stuff yeah. out there? Are they, they have a tent be out there the yeah. whole month? Yeah. The one thing that's really cool. <clears throat> the one thing that's really cool is that, uh, Club 400 has a tent right next to the path where the players walk down. Oh, cool. And uh, what's and so you can uh, pretty much get your picture taken. Like, we've got a bunch of, like, uh, Crawley hanging out with Michael Hermosillo talking to him in Spanish, <laughs> even though Michael Hermosillo doesn't speak Spanish. That's where that happened was right, right along that path. A lot of the bigger stars will take, a uh, like, a golf cart down to the game and just kind of, like, pretend you don't exist as a fan. But a lot, and then I guess there's an underground tunnel they could also take. But some of the younger guys, they'll hang out. I bet you Morel walks down there and enjoys hanging out with everybody. And stuff I'll like bet that. everybody on the team comes down this year because, you know, except for maybe Dansby, he's like the only one that doesn't want people to see him because yeah. nobody knows who they are anymore. Yeah. And the other thing that's kind of weird too about, well, it's not weird. It, it's the Cubs are really situated in a great place. They are in Mesa and which is right next to Tempe. So if you stay in Mesa, Tempe or Scottsdale, you're pretty you're going to be clo- pretty close to uh, Sloan Park there. As I, you can see it on the map where I put it here, it's sort of like east in the city of Phoenix. So if you're looking for a place to stay, you don't want to stay in downtown Phoenix. That's going to be kind of far away. You don't want to stay out in like Glendale or something because that's where uh, the Dodgers play and the White Sox play. You're pretty much 45 minutes away minimum, depending on traffic. Could it be even longer? Some of the uh, the the uh, Padres and the Mariners play up in Peoria, even further than Glendale. As you can see on the map, go all the way west. Then you see Goodyear. That is where the Reds and the Cleveland Guardians share a park. And then if you look uh, northwest, it's Surprise. And that is quite far away. So those, if you're looking to be like, oh, I want to go see. That's the surprise. Yeah, that's the surprise. You're like, it took an hour and a half to freaking get here. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where the Royals play. So here's the Cactus League team's that the ones that are closest to the Cubs. So if you want to plan your trip accordingly, if you haven't made it yet, um, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies share a stadium talking at talking stick. That's very close to where the Cubs play. Also, the San Francisco Giants have a really nice stadium in Scottsdale, Arizona. The A's play where the Cubs used to play at Ho Cam Park. And then uh, pretty much all the other teams are kind of far away. So uh, just know that if it's a road game, you want to go, it looks close on the map. It is not, you know, it, and especially the more I Phoenix is one of the biggest growing cities in the world right now. And because of all the freaking old people, boomers retiring, go down and the, there. And, and uh, Arizona is maybe the worst drivers I've ever lived around. It's I've awful. For a little while. I've lived up in Tacoma, Seattle area. I've lived uh, you know, down in Georgia, like Colorado, like there's some bad places. Arizona is fucking outside 
the norm. They are the outlier. They fucking suck. If you go to any uh, any intersection, there's just glass everywhere because <laughs> they run into each other all the time. A lot of meth so heads too. Want to be as close around. as possible. Uh, get an Uber. Get one of those crazy fuckers to drive you around instead of doing it yourself. They have the self-driving Ubers there. Or at least they did for a while, which is much better than a meth head driving your Uber. So, well, yeah. yeah, you know that's where they went first because all the people who live there keep running into each other. They're like, let's put some fucking non-driving, <laughs> exactly. no people in the car there. So, have you ever been to Arizona, IFG? I I drove through it once. That that didn't stop. Good plan. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I I stayed overnight people. in Albuquerque. Um, or that's New Mexico. No, we drove straight through Arizona, actually. Um, yeah. I, it's fun. Spring training is so much fun. It's a lot of transplants at that point of the year, but, uh, I do want to it, recommend it one. Like it's, it feels like it's like the new Nashville, which like 20 years ago, like Nashville was the place where all the old people in Florida were running away to. Yeah, like you had you had everybody from the Northeast who ran away to Florida, and then when then they got like really old, they went up to Nashville, and then they're now they're super duper old. And now they're going to, to Arizona. Yeah, or to Texas, <laughs> so they can lot, like not pay taxes. A lot of Illinois people, a lot yeah. of Chicago people in Arizona. They've been going there because uh, if you made a lot of money and you lived in Chicago, apparently you bought a winter home down there in the Phoenix area. Yeah. No, it's very common. And I want to just point out one thing. If you're going down there, if you have the time, uh, spend at least three or four hours, if not longer, at the Musical Instrument Museum. Check it out at mim.org. It's my favorite museum in the world. It's right next to the... God, I, I'm thinking Bank One Ballpark, but there's no way it's called that anymore. It's kind of far away. It's not close to Sloan Park. It's a good 45 minutes, 35 no. It's near the major league park, though. Uh, closer, but not yeah. real close. I mean, so anyway, M- Musical Instrument Museum, I highly recommend it. That is my extracurricular activity. I'm sure I'll think of more stuff. I went horseback riding once and stuff. I mean, I'm not really into that, though. Me and my sister tried to throw a lasso. We both sucked. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. So a uh, couple of announcements real quick. Uh, Dorothy's Last Call is happening this Saturday. A uh, famous Cub fan, Dorothy Farrell, passed away at age 97. It's going to be pretty epic. It's at La Villa, which is uh, just outside the city, I believe. Maybe it's in the city limits, but it's on the northwest side. And um, you can get tickets for it. It's 40 bucks, but includes food, all-you-can-eat pizza, uh, soft drinks, and I know that John Vincent's going to be singing at it, the Cubs anthem singer. John Benedict's going to be playing. I'm going to be leading us all in a prayerful song for Dorothy, which is a parody of Glory, Glory, Hallelujah called Dorothy, Dorothy, We Salute You. And we're all going to sing that together. Um, So that's going to be a beautiful thing. If you want to attend, I believe, I don't know if there's even tickets left uh, because it's go to Club 400 on Facebook. And that's where the tickets were. So that's where the link was. Anyway, uh, Club 400 on Facebook, follow them. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, the 9th of January, I'm performing with Miguel Esparza uh, and John Benedict, the aforementioned John Benedict, and my sister, the aforementioned Bad Lassoer, and uh, Miguel, uh, I already said Miguel, and this guy, Jeff. 
we're all playing Elvis songs at the Blackhawks game. So um, that'll be awesome. I, I've never played in fr- guitar in front of 30,000 people. So this should be exciting. And um, we're doing that on Tuesday. So if you want to show up to that, um, it'll be uh, if you're in town and want to go see the Blackhawks, it might be a fun night to do it. We're playing in between periods at the Blackhawks game. So very cool stuff. And I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, that's it. I mean, I guess uh, we got TFCs. We got hashtag chance in the chat, of course. So do that. And um, I just have one TFC. I have two. Go ahead. See if I have any. Do you have any? Okay. So I am going. TFC uh, is just these, these fucking cubes, man. These people that ask the, or get on here and they say the shit that just drives you insane. And you're just like, is this really where we're at? I'm going to start with this guy talking about triple A. Because, of course, the Cubs have done nothing to make us excited about the Major League team. I see, and this gets hard for me because I got a thing in my way here. Uh, But it says, Cubs could have a decent roster next to start the season. I think that says, sorry. Yeah, they no, that's what it says. At least the Iowa Cubs could have a decent roster next to start the season. I mean, yeah, it's, next, uh, this yeah, is not. It's this is a up. bot. <laughs> and then it says it sucks to be bragging about a, an AAA team, but this could be a fun roster if no major trades happen. So, okay, come on. This is a person that wants Matt Mervis, James Triantos, Matt Shaw, BJ Murray, Brennan Davis, Owen Casey, Pico Armstrong, and Moises Belesteros, uh, Cade Horton, Ben Brown, and Jordan Wicks. All to stay in Des Moines. Like, he's like, <laughs> if they don't team. go anywhere, this is going to be fun. <laughs> depending, And then he says, depending on some good spring training, guys like Kevin Alcantara and Hayden McGreary could find themselves in AAA to start the year, too. At least that could be fun. Hey, man, the project. I the- have one question. If we don't sign anybody for first base or center field, what makes him think that Matt Mervis and Pete Crow Armstrong are going to be in Iowa. No, they've oh, got to no, be. It, the, I hope they, they are in the, Chicago. The, the thing I mean, that like, I'm getting at here is that this is a fucking Cubs fan who at this point is just like, I hope they stay in Iowa because that will be a good team. Like he, he's just like looking for anywhere to fucking have his Cubs fandom actually I mean, be fun because it's going to suck in Chicago. Like, what the fuck is Jed doing? The, the thing is, is that if it sucks in Chicago, it's sucking with Pete Crow Armstrong and Matt Mervis in Chicago. So he won't get that anyway. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> the prospect pervert dumb is strong in these guys sometimes. Um, so here's here's mine. I, I happened to look up. I was looking for the Sunranto shirt that is on Amazon. And I, and I just Googled it. And it came up with these shirts that are not ours. Like, I don't know who Go Duck Koo is, but they're selling Sun Ranto Ranter shirts, and it's not us. So it's just the, some bot that goes around finding names of things. And I was like, what the hell is this crap? Sun Ranto Ranter t-shirts sold, obviously ripping off us and obvious shirts, because this looks like an obvious shirt, except in black. So I'm like, let me read 
the uh, description on on this, and this is the main description. Sunranto <laughs> Ranter was a mysterious figure in history. He is famous for his role in the development of the German language and culture, as well as his scepter-like behavior with regards to kings and princes. His presence is often credited with helping to shape the cultural evolution of Germany, especially during the early modern period. And it goes on talking about uh, that Sunranto Rancher was a sophisticated speaker of language and possessed the talent to converse with and influence those around him. So I don't know what the hell AI is doing these days, but that's some fucked up shit. You know what, though? Danny, to be fair, if you just take Germany out of there and you put Japan in, that could have been you. I mean, you are the utmost authority on, on the, the country of Japan, language and culture. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the AI's a, a world with AI is a lot of fun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's mine. That's my All TMC. Right. Well, I have another one here, and this one I believe is going to fit a little bit better. And I gave it for the uh, listeners. I gave it the big blue penis block out so that you can't actually see this guy's uh, name because there's no point in it. Uh, but this was on a happy birthday to Theo Epstein. Right. Somebody posted about Theo Epstein's 50th birthday and, you know, everybody's being nice saying happy birthday. And then this guy jumps in. I don't like him. He ruined this team with his shitty trades, depleting the farm system and awful signings. I hate Theo. Happy birthday. <laughs> that's, that's the epitome of a TFC right there. <laughs> Fucking people are all just like, hey, happy birthday, Theo. Like, Theo, hey, great. And then this fucking asshole jumps in and says some of the most insane shit ever because Theo Epstein put the team together that won the World Series. Like, you can bitch a little about some of the things that happened in and around that, but he brought the World Series to Chicago. Like, that's insane. To say I hate him, he ruined the team, and that you hate him. <laughs> um, That's nuts. Mike, Wa- Mike Waller I, brings I up. I hope somebody saves that and then posts it when Jed turns fifty, because that would be that would make more sense to me. Unless he wins the World Series, Mike Waller says Sunranto Ranters barely speak English, let alone German. <laughs> uh, that's Mike Waller, of course, from the Cubs PS Plus podcast, which you should be listening to as well. Part of the Bleacher Bunch Productions and one of our best Patreon supporters. Yeah, he pays for stuff. Shouldn't you at Patreon.com slash Sunranto? What's that, IFG? My, Mike said, Waller is Mike's very just responsible. A great guy. And he's a great guy, too, on top of Mike, it all. Mike Waller is very responsible for you being able to see and or hear us now. Yeah. Um, IFG, do you have a TFC? Uh, it's fine. Has anybody, has anybody not seen what happened to Aubrey Huff in the last week? <laughs> yeah, that was great. He canceled himself. Uh, he was sliding into DMs. Dumb. No, yeah. what do you got? I don't. So, I'm not so on that site anymore, really. So I don't right. know. So what's this going is on. just for you, Cotton. You may be the last person not to know about this, <laughs> but I it it brings joy to my heart. So here we go. So Aubrey Huff, 
says, this cat fight between at Isabella and DeLuca and at Rage for Patriarchy, I have no idea who these women are. I don't care. I don't want to know any more about them than I do. But this is who he's mad at. Uh, this is proof that today's women even know their sexuality is all they bring to the table. Compete with a complete with a desperate need for attention, crippling debt, drama, delusional self-worth, and a complete lack of accountability. Well, I mean, that's pretty impressive that he knows all that about them. That is I a mean, lot these, of syllables these... for Aubrey. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, AI. When a woman posts a sexy picture, I generally and maybe it's just because I'm not a woman hater, but I generally don't look at that picture and go, she's good looking. I'll bet she's in debt. I'll bet she needs attention. <laughs> she has drama and delusional self <laughs> Whatever. Well, it gets better. It stuff, gets beyond better. Beyond him just being a complete asshole. So, Isabella Maria DeLuca replies back, is that why you DM'd me? Because of my delusional self-worth and my desperate need for attention? This you? And then shares a screenshot of, 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 a, of, an, of a direct message with Aubrey Huff and his bio, proud father, two-time World Series champ, and cameo connoisseur. Click links in bio to help support my alimony payments. And then at 10.30 p.m. on Christmas night, he says, Hey, beautiful, let's collab over cocktails and bad decisions. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> and so moments later, <laughs> Aubrey Huff deletes his Twitter account. Goodbye, Aubrey. Goodbye, Aubrey. Good riddance. I mean, hold up. Who was who was this woman? Some conservative pundit or other who was in a tiff with another conservative pundit, somebody over who was sharing the trampiest photos on social media, which for the record, if you got it, flaunt it. Like, yeah, you do you, girl. Oh, no. And I'm now seeing Rach for Patriot. Yeah, it's all this yeah. conservative crap that he thought he could get with and he could not. He, he could is... not. So I'm I personally I'm looking forward to next week where he undeactivates his Twitter account and somehow makes this all the fault of the woke mob. <laughs> I, I really like when when conservative women destroy conservative men and somebody's you know to. we just get to sit and watch and laugh. Yeah, exactly. We didn't even have to get involved. It's wonderful. <laughs> um it's like the trash taking itself out. So before we get to this chance, which is your hashtag chance in the chat, and of course, uh, you're going to be able to buy this chance uh, shirt soon from In the Clutch. Michael Cotton, uh, we have a new thing we're doing this year, and it's a weekly end of the show thing called, it's kind of hard to say, it looks better in print, the Cubsler, which is like Puzzler of Cubs. The Cubsler, which is like a Cubs riddle that you have to solve, and you send in your answer to sunranto at gmail.com and eventually be entered to win some sort of prize by getting the Cubsler right. We will announce the answer at uh, of, of on the next show of what the answer to the Cubsler is. Michael, what is this week's Cubsler? All right, here we go. Say. A talkative fella who might love catching 
crabs in February. So send right. your answers to sunranto at gmail.com. A talkative fellow who might love catching crabs in February is the clue. And so who um, is that? What Cubs generally Cubs players, but Cubs related person as well. Um, so uh, that is it for the show, except for the chance. So let us give away a chance postcard and you will be entered to win not only the, a postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom, but also be entered to win the yearly prize, which starts again today um, with the first item to go in. You guys want to see what it is? Let's go. Let me show you what it Gu is. Guy Serious says the answer to the Cubsler is Guy Serious. <laughs> <laughs> so Chance. Here is here is the first prize that's going into the chance. It is the uh, Danny. We can't see it. You gotta you gotta get okay. Gotta I'll change your view here. Here we go. There we go. Hispanic Day uh, T-shirt is going in as the first prize for January. This is a giveaway from the Chicago Cubs. Nice. Got the sugar skulls and the yeah. Cubs stuff on it. And a First one going in. So uh, here we go. Uh, let us. Uh, Let's pick a winner, shall we? Let's go. Here we go. Bum, 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 And the winner is of the first chance of the year. Happy New Year, everybody. It's Robert Sanchez. Congratulations, right. Robert. You are entered to win the yearly prize of the chance. And uh, you have just won a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of doom. Hey, it was a great first show of the year, everybody. We're going to do it again next week uh, before Cubs convention. Uh, I would, I'm thinking it's Thursday night. If you're subscribed to the Sunranto calendar, you could see it on our website, Sunranto dot com um and you can keep up with all of our shows there uh congratulations robert and um i've got w two songs to play right now Ooh. um the first is from jared who was he said well i'll let him uh, explain it to you but it is a cubs miss carol it was a late entry but he does not give a fuck. Well, so, but he's he's in the Greek Orthodox. Their Christmas is still like a week away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh uh anyway, stick tuned for his Cubs and Miss Carol. And then I've got just a little Auld Lang Syne to wish everybody happy new year. I wrote new lyrics to a Cubs version. And um we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh definitely uh see you over at the Discord. After this, uh, hang out a little bit post-show. If you're a Sunranto ranter at, uh, at patreon.com slash Sunranto, you get Discord privileges. You get to hang out with us afterwards. Okay. Um, thanks for tuning in. And Spagog, everybody. Spagog. Spagog. Merry Christmas, ranters. So I'm late to the party, but who gives a shit? Uh, a lot of negative shit going on right now, um, which is why I wanted to make a tribute to our left fielder. Not a Christmas song, but again, who gives a shit, right? When a first round pick traversed this system quick from a place called Cincy, arrived at Wrigley. He came with the core, but stuck through much more. 
hits from both sides and likes what Jed provides. <clears throat> Something unforeseen. First pitch of 18. A nice OBP and Jed would agree. Through the Wrigley Thorns, his defense transforms and gets him some metal. He will not settle. Tip a cap to your happer. Oh, your cubby left fielder. Your cubby left fielder. Oh, tip a cap to your happer. Your cubby left fielder. At the edge of the track, Bleacher Jeff's got his back. No matter the score, with Wrigley galore. Him, Zach, and Dakota fill their weekly quota with bottles of Parsec and no disarray. Did more than the rest, didn't go out west. He's a friend of the bleachers with no misdemeanors. Let's get him to October. Cub fans won't be sober. Him, Nico, and Dansby want the trophy. Tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder, your cubby left fielder. Oh, tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder. Tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder, your cubby left fielder. Oh. Tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder. Tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder, your cubby left fielder. Tip a cap to your happer, your cubby left fielder. Merry Christmas, Rainers. Fuck the Brewers. Fuck the Cardinals. Fuck them all. Fuck everyone that's not the Cubs. We'll raise the flag and sing the song After three outs in the ninth We'll raise the flag and sing the song The double you Thank you.